welcome to another episode of A Pinch of Salt Podcast. Today I've got a very special guest in, Fletcher Pillen. Thanks for having me, boys. Sick to have you. Uh, yeah, we've been mates with Fletcher for a while, so it's awesome to have him on. Um, he's a singer-songwriter from the Central Coast, and we've got a lot of questions to ask him. We've got a lot of gr- uh, ground to cover. Hell yeah. Alright, so it. may as well dive straight into it. We want to ask a couple of questions about how you got into music. So how did you get into music? Um... I I always loved music as a, as a kid. Like I, mm. my parents um, have told me stories of being three years old and like knowing all the words to to a play school album that I had. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my first sort of performance was when I was eight years old. It was the wow. year um, Michael Jackson passed, and and my school Wombie Public, Wombie Public School. Mm. Shout out um, Wombie Public. Public <laughs> as ever. Um, did a did a tribute show to to Michael Jackson and. Um, yeah, I sang ABC with a black wig on and had people, people dancing behind me clapping out of time. That was so sick. sick. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I guess I just sort of mm. um, started started doing singing lessons and, and um, around 12, I learned to play guitar and started writing songs and, and basically from, from age 12, just started playing yeah. every weekend. Yeah, that's so awesome. Um, did you have any influences early on? Yeah, I... Um, I, I I really loved growing up like Ed Sheeran and being a singer songwriter and yeah, stuff, you know, <laughs> totally. Um, and then I I think I was really lucky. My guitar teacher um, got me got me into into blues music and yeah. a dude called Muddy Waters. He was the first guy to really start playing electric guitar with with blues music, mm-hmm. and um, that got me just psyched on you know learning to play electric guitar and and um, sort of more rock blues stuff. And then. Um, once I sort of really got into songwriting, Bob Dylan became yeah. massive. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I've uh, I remember you always speaking about Bob Dylan yeah. and always pumping it out in your car and everything. But yeah, he's a man. Yeah. So obviously, like music's a massive part of your life. What do you think? Absolutely. You would be doing if you didn't play music, if you never started. What would music? you be doing right now? Hmm. Um. That's interesting. I always thought my mum went into politics for a bit and I always thought I would do that to be honest mm. um, and then seeing how much shit she copped from so many people yeah. for just you know trying to help, help people yeah. I'm like oh maybe that wouldn't be awesome so yeah, I, yeah. I'm not sure I um, I love being creative I would probably I my main sort of love outside of music is is movies so I probably yeah. Oh really? Yeah, to do acting or write scripts oh, really? and stuff like that. Have you ever like tried that. acting before? Like, I've done a couple of little things, yeah, and, yeah. and really loved it. So, I mean, I haven't spent anywhere near as much time on it as my music, mm. obviously. But mm. um, yeah, I I just think storytelling and and being emotional mm. is um, probably something that I gravitate really? yeah. towards yeah. always. Actually, when I was when I was younger, I frothed. Um, like the idea of being an astrophysicist. Really? Um, I, I think I'm coming up except, to that Except <laughs> I'm dodgy at maths. That's Because oh, yeah, like, no. I'm like, I, nothing interests me more than um, space and... There we go. Mr. Popular over here. Yeah. Um, you know, space and... Forgot and, to and, um, Yeah. So I think... And, and discovery. So I thought that would have been cool. Yeah, but the, then I realized... The unknown. Yeah, I yeah. sucked at maths. So I can't really... Mm. I know I'm bad at maths, but we've been watching, <laughs> watching a bunch of movies like 
Interstellar. Have you seen Interstellar? Interstellar is my favorite movie ever made. Oh, I remember, yeah. yeah. Bro, yeah. How it's crazy. so long, though. It's good, but it's, the I, stuff that they do in the movie makes you question. So everything, I've, I've been yeah. watching like a million videos of like Neil deGrasse Tyson trying to explain Interstellar. Ev- Interstellar. Yeah. Like, Seriously, oh, my favorite movie. His voice is so smoothing. Like, Neil that's your kind of hate. Oh, that's oh. both of them. Both, <laughs> both of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, Schletcher was on Australia's Got Talent. Um, why did you audition for Australia's Got Talent? Um, and, and one, by the way. And one Australia's Oh, and Got one Talent. Australia's you Got Talent. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That little detail, Tom. Yeah, that's um, pretty, pretty big. I, I um, auditioned. It was only a couple couple months after my little brother had passed, Banjo. Mm. Um, and I'd written a song for him. Um, and I auditioned, obviously I'd been playing music for a few years before that. Mm. Um, but I just wanted to, you know, play the song that I'd written for him and, and try yeah. and try and honor, um, his story and, and, um, you know, the way he lived and his, his beautiful, I guess, life and life and person that he was and, yeah. and still is, you know, I f- still feel really connected to him and, and like he's around and, um. Yeah, so that's why I went on the show, and then I sort of, yeah, just just kept, really kept, successful, kept going yeah. with it, I guess. But that was that was why, you know, I I, I went on it. So mm. yeah, we actually watched your audition before, like earlier, because we were right. thinking about you know questions yeah, and yeah, you know, yeah. trying to pin down a little structure. And yeah, it was like amazing. We and we were actually Thanks, looking mate. through all the comments and the amount of comments about cutting onions because everyone was crying. Yeah. Um, to your beautiful performance. That's crazy. It's unreal. Yeah, that's... And, you know, that's really sweet. And um, I guess it just makes me feel, like, you know, proud of that and, like, mm. I did the right thing. And if my brother's... You know, if anything positive can come out of what happened with, you know, my family and my brother, then, um, you know, ultimately that's that's, that's <laughs> what, what, yeah. what, we, yeah. what I try and do out mm. in, in everything, really. So, yeah. Mm. So, what was, like... The overall experience, like I was talking to you about this the other night about how, you know, sometimes you, you watch these shows and, you know, you don't really know what goes on behind the scenes and what all the judges are yeah. really like and stuff like mm. that. So, how was the whole experience? It's honestly fantastic. Like I, a few people from mates that I've had from other shows, you know, X Factor and Voice mm. and whatever and yeah. um, have spoken somewhat negatively about it but for me i had nothing but an incredible Mm. time like all of the the crew behind the scenes were fantastic maybe probably in part a little bit because of you know like my story and Mm. given what had just happened and people were maybe a little bit more delicate because Mm. of that but i i still think genuinely like the people involved were just really great people Mm. um definitely looked after myself the other contestants um the other contestants were great sick people yeah um and the judges were awesome like i you know still um chat to sophie monk every now and again yeah like yeah that's right he gave me a shout out at the logies that was pretty sick yeah (laughs) no but they were all they were all really lovely oh got to meet jack black temporarily and he no you didn't yeah he was on the tenacious d jammer tenacious d on the um the, the the final it was um it was live and mm. he was like a, a guest judge yeah and you know like because of school of rock i'm yeah. like a massive yeah, school of rock fan it. yeah and um that would have made you more nervous oh, than anything. T- they did a live like because it was live they had mm. a cutaway and i think they thought they were already out and jack black 
like you can I watched it back and you can hear it he goes oh it's gotta be Fletcher doesn't it I was like what Jack oh Black was back at me for that <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black said my name so yeah that was, that was pretty cool yeah. yeah oh that's so sick yeah um what inspires you to write new songs is it what's happened like with everything or is it continue or is it like oh how do you say it like continual experiences yeah, yeah what's your inspiration to write song for like each song um it's it changes song to song mm. to be honest and it's kind of like what's your inspiration to talk you know yeah. like for me for me yeah. like sometimes i just something happens and i just feel like well i need i just need to write a song about it yeah, and sometimes it. songs like that just come out in you know 20 minutes yeah and then other songs i'll just be singing something and go oh that's like a cool melody i mm. should write a song to that mm. so i think um topically though i so far I've, I've written most of my songs about you know my personal experiences my um different relationships with you know people around me um you know my own sort of journey of self-discovery a little bit yeah um and also you know i have i tend to have certain opinions on uh (laughs) the world around me and yeah yeah. i think if you're not if you're a songwriter and you're not writing about it then you just like yeah wasting wasting your time you know so yeah do you ever have like like writer's block um i have i think writer's block comes when you um sort of (laughs) put put things in place that you feel like you're not you're not meeting like a certain expectations mm. like it, any anyone can write a song you know you can rhyme cat with hat with and then you know sort of do half rhymes and transition to black or yeah. you know like writing a song is not difficult writing a good song good is, is hard, yeah. so i when i feel like you know it's not pouring out of me i don't treat it as writer's block i just sort of keep writing and, and just feel okay that maybe it's not my best work because yeah. that's the thing with being creative. Mm. It's like it, it comes and goes and it's not like every time you sit down, you're going to write the best song yeah. you've ever written. Yeah. Um, Ed Sheeran once said, um, songwriting is like a tap. When you first turn it on, you're going to get lots of dirty water. Yeah. And the longer you leave it, you get more clean water, more clean water. And yeah. so I think I just treat my bad songs as those specks of specks dirt, of dirt. That are, yeah. that are leading me towards the clean stuff. Mm. So, yeah. So do you think, when you write songs, um, like you're saying, you don't know some, you know, sometimes it takes you a while to get a good one. Do you know when you release a song or write a song that it's going to be popular to your like audience or is it different? Like, you know, your favorite songs yeah, might you, not be as well. Yeah. Do you well. connect to different songs that you thought would be more popular? Yeah. I, well, I think I'm probably naturally like a folk singer mm. <laughs> and, or, and, that and you know some real sort of blues rock stuff so it's like what i love is not necessarily what's going to be the most popular yeah. for um you know the people that follow me yeah um in saying that though i there is a certain objectivity to some songs are good and some songs are not yeah. you know yeah. what i mean so like whether or not it's someone's vibe it's still certain songs that are gonna be more appealing mm. um but I get that with myself too. You know, like sometimes I'll write a song and go, this is the best song I've ever written. And yeah. then a week later you go, oh, that's actually not oh, as no, good. Yeah. And then songs that I wrote at the time I didn't think were very good, I play to a few people like, oh, that's awesome. And then like a year later I go, yeah, oh, yeah. I actually really like that song. Mm. You know, so it's, it's kind of weird how, and I'm sure everyone's had that with 
yeah. songs you hear for the first time, yeah. your relationship with that song oh. is very different, yeah. you know, as time goes on. So, um, I, it's nice when you write a song and straight yeah. away you think it's really good and then it stays like mm. that. Um, but I'm still sort of finding, as with all, you know, musicians and stuff, each project has a different... Um, tone and sort yeah. of place you want to take it so i yeah. guess yeah. i'm just in a place of finding what that is going to be for for my next stuff yeah 100 percent. um do you have any superstitions um that's interesting Stu- superstitions comes with the connotation of fear i think a little bit 100 mm, so i I, I wouldn't say i have superstitions per se i definitely have things that i believe in and opinions that maybe people would um disagree with yeah um like when you write is there any like kind of rituals or like like okay. you have to go to a surf i've got to have a coffee before I, okay. or something like that okay i don't i don't drink coffee i don't drink uh you drink kombucha though i drink kombucha i love kombucha <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or coconut water coconut water yeah. it's good stuff um not really the thing about songwriting is like when I know that I've got something, I just I just stop everything that I'm doing yeah. and, and, and do it. Like I, I my mum will come in and be like, It's twelve thirty, what are you doing? I was like, This song has to write itself, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. and, um I think it's really good to just let that run when you when you know it's there. Yeah. Um yeah. I I definitely have like sort of things that I do before performing yeah. to try and get in the right mindset. Yeah, that's just um like setting yourself up, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, listen to a certain few songs so i'm in the right space and Mm. and visualize like um different things to put me in the emotion of like what i want to portray because it's you know a performance yeah um but i certainly as far as like superstitions like life-wise yeah i mean i i think maybe aliens build the pyramids (laughs) (laughs) oh god um but yeah yeah that's not really what i mean superstitions like do you have like a cassette creative process so you know when you're writing a song okay you're doing anything what is like the order of operations for you i it changes song to song to be honest a lot often i'll start with um you know a melodic idea i'll Mm. sing something record it on my voice memos and go yeah i really like that i want to write a song of that or i have chord progression but other times it can be, you know, I just have like one word that I think sounds awesome and needs to be in a song or yep. the name of a song or yep. like in a chorus or um, I write a fair bit of poetry as well. So yep. sometimes I'll either take whole poems that I've written and try and turn them, turn into, them a into a song or, or, you know, certain parts. Um, but often once I have a sort of starting point, I really like to write the words and the melody yeah. together. Yeah, so do you, because sit, do you sit there and like just strum random with like, my guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're doing like random, like random things before you find something. Hundred percent. Yeah, you just play around and and it's it's basically just trying to translate what you can hear in your head. Right. Um, so if you so know, you've got an idea, like a vision first. Uh, I think the vision develops itself a little bit, you yeah. know, and the the words will change the melody, and the melody changes the words, and yeah. and and there's sort of a relationship with the chords and stuff. Like if I have chords, they go, all right, these are the chords I'm going to write, whatever, you know. I'll just usually I'll put my voice memo on and just start humming, and it might be something, yeah. and there's like it's not necessarily a word, but I go, oh, it sounds like I said something there, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like that would be cool. It would be cool if that went like something, you know what I mean? So yeah. that sort of. Mm. It all affects each other. And I think, yeah, and that's really nice. For me, it feels like a um, 
journey a little bit. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Um, would you consider yourself a successful musician? Ah, uh, not yet. <laughs> yeah. What do you reckon you need to do to to fulfil that you know notion of a successful musician? Ah. Uh, Raise my kids with money I made off music. (laughs) So it's to be like dependent. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... Financially, you know, dependent on your music. Is that like the goal? I mean, not that I'm playing music for money, but more so that if I managed to only do music for a living would be sick, you know. Um, I think that the idea of success is um, incredibly subjective yeah. and always changing like I, I yeah so in an open in an open um way what do you how would you define success hmm okay this is a maybe a bigger question than Deep question yeah yeah I hear um it. okay time. yeah i would see it's interesting it comes back to whether or not i'm gonna say that that's sort of an activity mm-hmm. um based thing you know whether like you play a certain amount of shows or you sell a certain amount of tickets or yep. a certain amount of people listen to your records or whatever then that's success because yep. i mean yeah there's still that like if you if you play you know like gang of you six nights at the amor yeah, yeah is that crazy. successful well if you ask someone that plays yeah. anz stadium they would say probably not yeah but you like, know what i mean but if you ask me yeah Who's you know played smaller shows yeah. than than obviously six nights of the MLG? Well, yeah. hell yeah, that's successful. Um, so it's like yeah. it's it's constantly changing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's like a difference between being successful mm. in life and being successful yeah. in work and being successful yeah. in like every different thing you do. It's like totally all topical to the situation you're in at yeah. the time, I guess. And I wrote a little. I did a little into group of stories it's still on my highlights if you want to yep. have mm. a look um but it was, the, it was a, yeah paradox? yeah it was a little philosophical paradox about um contentment mm-hmm. like feeling content and uh ambition and the thing with that is like everyone feels like they're striving towards something right and everyone yep. wants to tell themselves yeah i'm content i'm happy but it's like if you're truly content you don't want anything else yeah. you don't have and like if you're always you're, striving for something but yeah. you're striving yeah. for something yeah. until you get that and, something and if you're yeah. truly ambitious then you're not happy with where you're at yeah. yeah so it's like at the end of the day you just have to decide to go well, this is my life like yeah I, lo- it I, or not? I love what yeah. i love what i have i still want these things mm-hmm. um so so i think success maybe is just feeling comfortable with where you sit on that spectrum yeah. a little bit yeah so you know you've got no more goals you know you're, you're happy with what you've got you would die happily well that's interesting yeah. i i would Actually, no, i would die happily very now strange yeah, yeah. Okay, to be honest was... because my, my my i've already had nine more years than my brother had yeah and i'm certain he lived every day yeah you know happy yeah, yeah. um so that's yeah i think it just comes back to being grateful because it's it's all made up right yeah like mm. you look at it's crazy i, I just sounds, yeah, yeah i've spent yeah. some time off insta for a bit um it's like you get back on there and it's and it's the same with going i found this when i left school uh and i had nine months off school and then went back to school yeah it's like all of these things that we um sort of perceive as as like fundamental yeah truths like this is how it is it's a yeah. part of the rat race yeah you you step out and then you step back in and you go oh this is all made up like yeah all of this 
things that people say they are or things they're striving for or the way we behave are so dependent on, um, you know, the ideas that we've grown up on and, and, and been taught. So, Guidelines of society as yeah. say, you know, yeah. you, you can, you'll be born one day and you will die one day, but you could live every single day in a chair and it will make no difference to your existence. So it's dependent like what you do with that. But then there's factors that you have to consider like um, to, you know, because it's just an experience. Mm. Your life is just an experience to, you know, try get the most out of this experience and enjoy the experience as much as you can. What you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, sometimes with stuff like school and like, you know, sometimes uni or depends, whatever Mm. you're into, whatever goals you have that you think will help you enjoy that experience. I think some of those things are necessary. You know, you've got to sacrifice some things. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's a va- that is a very deep, deep question. Yeah. yeah. Such a deep question. Well, I don't know. I, I, I think that um, one, I, I had a thought one time. It was like our lives are, are basically just insignificant significance. In the, when you think about it, like. Is it nihilism? Nihilism? No, optimistic nihilism. Optimistic nihilism is, the, is, is what I explained, but nihilism is the fact that you do just. You will die, yeah. and then the next day, someone across the world will get up and have their coffee, and mm. you made no difference. Mm. Mm. So that's what well, you're going on. Yeah, a, yeah, a little bit, mm. but uh, because because you're so insignificant, I think that for mm. me instills a, a, a bit of a further incentive mm. because it's like, well, if it doesn't matter, you might as well do everything you possibly can. Yeah, it's, yeah. and and that's it's a little bit counterintuitive, but I I try and live my life that way i guess have you heard of the idea of solipsism solipsism it's no a, like explain it it's in a gang of youth song oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, so he goes, yeah i got okay. solipsism baby so solipsism if i'm getting this right don't hate on me listeners out there if i'm getting this really really wrong <laughs> they got nothing about philosophy but it's the idea that um so in my situation i am the only um alive person i'm the only person but you guys are just part of my existence mm. so my reality is the my reality is the only reality and the universe revolves around my um you know things that i experience mm. so like you are just a building block or a, you're just a character totally. in my game and that's and that's i and he can't prove it that yeah. you're real because well i I, t- I tend to agree with that because it's so like no no one else can say that we're seeing the same green yeah yeah you, know, you oh. can't yeah. Jack's, Jack's colorblind. colorblind. <laughs> so we're Dark definitely coffee. not seeing the same thing. Um, yeah, just on on all that because I'm froth talking about this. Yes, yeah, um, there's there's I can't remember who said it. Um, you are a product of the universe experiencing itself. Mm. It's like we've, oh, we've, wow. we've we've come from the universe. Like we're yeah. no different to everything that yeah. it's made up of. So it's like we are just the universe experiencing the universe, and that kind of that's kind of cool Ooh. and gives you gives you a little bit of like, all right, I'm going to do something cool today. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's that. So I may as well do something that I really enjoy instead mm. of helping the white collar man or the blue collar man. Totally. Yeah. Have you heard um, Elon Musk's idea of our reality, our existence? Oh, the, the, no. simulation the simulation one. Yeah, the simulation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this, that is crazy. That's creepy, so, yeah. for, anyone, yeah. for anyone who hasn't heard this, Elon Musk described that, you know, explained that our rate of innovation in society with technology mm-hmm. is so is growing so, so fast. Like, exponentially, mm. like so fast that 
there will come a point that we won't be able to tell virtual reality from reality. Totally. And so we right now, the thing that makes me agree with this somewhat is where is your conscience? Where oh, is your conscience? I hate thinking about so this. You, uh, basically, I reckon our conscience is like the person playing the game, but that could just relay uh, like a thousand mm. times over. And there is no proof that we're not in simulation. A, a simulation. Yeah. But it's just there is no like proof un- that we're not. Unanswerable questions, but they're just interesting to think about. Do you want to do you want to hear a big sure. divert that might annoy some people? Mm-hmm. I um, love it. I I had the same reasoning for telling someone that I think I am Jesus. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. So, anyone who's um, triggered out there, because so no one can goes, prove that. Yeah, it goes like this. Um, and this is why this my, my my thoughts on like religion and whatever is basically. <laughs> religion's a hot topic yeah. basically I, mean, yeah. I this is no this is my nice. opinion yeah, and yeah, the whole point yeah, yeah. of like religion is that you can allow anyone to believe follow your opinion you know whatever yeah. they want so this my, my take on it is that um, you know we are all come, we have all come from something you know that connects everyone basically the force right yeah. if you've yeah. seen so um, <laughs> and you know I think all religions are pointing at, at their you know um, base level that we're all connected to that that energy right mm. and maybe there's an afterlife yeah um and i had someone say to me one time you know what um i can't wait to get to heaven i was like how do you know you're not gonna end not no how do you know you're not here oh okay yeah i get what since you mean. when do we decide that like you this know, is in heaven I, you can wake up and have an infinite amount of possibilities ways you can fill yeah. your day and mm. things you can feel and whatever and I, I just feel like, and this whole thing with um, Jesus is, I think, you know, my my thoughts are that, like, he said, God is my father. Well, if if God's my father, doesn't that make me his son? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, you're Jesus, you're Jesus. Like, yeah. why are we not, we, we all contain the same stuff, you know, yeah. and the same... Um, biological um, and and energetic sort of i've had certain experiences to do with my brother and like feeling that connection that's like okay yeah we're you know there's something bigger going on here and um that you can't put somehow. your finger on it is that what you're trying to say i think it's hard to put feel feelings into words mm. it's like trying to explain the present Try and explain it's, love. Yeah, it's like the all of these is the future. Try and explain and time. Past. All of the things yeah, that are yeah. that are really. No, I think you can explain time. That's just a linear dimension, like that. Is it though? Yeah, but it but it's it works off space, doesn't it? Work off like space and time. So the three dimensional and then the one dimension of space of time, oh. that is four dimensions. So we can. Like if we compress yeah. space, so we like that's like in interstellar. They yeah, compress but gravity how we how we perceive hole. time, right? Is so different it's, it's, to so there's, oh, yeah. In, in terms yeah. of like okay, time philosophy as well, like there's yeah. a couple of different thoughts. One is like the universe is constantly regenerating itself, so that nothing, yeah. nothing is ever the every moment. It's totally anew. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. On the so how how can we communicate if, um, you know, every second the things that held significance have, have changed. Yeah. Right. And the same, there's the yeah. same philosophy that, well, nothing ever really changes and that it's all happening at the same time. And it's, we just perceive change. If anybody wants to come on and speak about this, <laughs> message us. Yeah, please. Because I want to learn more yeah. about this. If yeah. anyone's like a real gun out there, I want yeah, to hear about it. Totally. But, mm. um, yeah, this is interesting, but. So, but on that, I just think it's really, 
anyone that says they know with absolute certainty, yeah, I can explain time. I can explain love. I can mm. explain the present moment. I think like, you can explain it for yourself. Those, those well, you know, you know, thing? I know, I know how they feel mm. to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know your version of that feeling. Yeah, mm. and yeah, you, when I, things in their truest form, I don't think words do justice. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm probably just babbling. Well, now that we've blown all of our minds and (laughs) everyone's minds listening to this, we'll bring it back in and we've got a couple more questions to ask you just about being a musician and your journey. Um, Yeah, so the next question we had, uh, which is a bit less deep, but still a little bit. (laughs) What is the next goal that you hope to achieve? Um, and this could be the next goal is in five minutes, you know, one second. Wicked. Yeah, is yeah. It- what, what is the actual, the next goal that you want to tick off? I mean, my main goal yep. in probably music, just play the biggest shows I possibly can. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like I love playing live. and So is, is it like an open goal for you is I just want to grow and I just want to have bigger shows or do you think, all right, my next goal is I want to play a thousand capacity you know, I venue. mean, to- yeah, I think everything's a stepping stone, yep. to be honest. Yep. Like, I I played a show, this was a couple of years ago, uh, in Melbourne after Australia's Got Talent and s- sold sold it out at, like, 250 people and most people there were singing along to, like, the words on my EP, which was yeah, really cool. Unreal, One yeah. of the yeah. best things in my life, you yeah. know. So, I think, you know, yeah, the, the bigger that, you know, playing and more, playing Splendor, playing... Splendor. Splendor. So on, you know. Shoddy coming along. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the that's the goal. Like, just to... I really, really just love that that presentness and the connection with the crowd. And um, it just... it just I find it really exciting to, yeah. To, yeah. to sort of, you know, open my heart and emotions and then try and welcome people into that. I think it's really... You know, that's what draws me to music. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah. So, do you know what you have to do? Like, do you personally know, like, you know, each day, what do you have to do yeah. to achieve that goal? Yeah, I I tr- try and make them obviously more short term than that. So week mm-hmm. to week, mm. often it'll be, all right, singing practice, guitar practice, um, demoing practice, especially now while we can't play live, to yeah. be honest. Um, and then songwriting because at the end of the day, like all of these people that have awesome careers have you know, largely come off the back of to start with one song that people really frost. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's, that's where that's where I'm at these days. Yeah. It's so accessible. And because you know you, this whole playlist world where you, someone will click on your song and listen to it for thirty seconds and then decide whether or not they're going to listen to more of you. Yeah. So I mean, it's unfortunately, less for me, I listen to like fifty. I skip. I just pick it up, skip to the middle. This sounds alright, and then I totally. Just it, I'm like, so oh, I mean, really? yeah. So I. That's that is what it is, and that's what I've have to mm. conform to. It's all well and good to try and go. Yeah, I want to do the next Bohemian Rhapsody, which would be awesome. Oh. But it's like, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that can't happen. But there's, you know, there's you're not making it easier for yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's <laughs> yeah. pathways that totally. are easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you could pass on advice on to someone who's trying to go down your path, what would you say? Um. Just work really, really hard. Yeah. It's my advice to myself, to be mm-hmm. honest, as well. Yep. Like anyone that's read any autobiography of anything or whatever, mm. if you can draw one message from them, all of them are just- They work their just ass off. Just work your yeah. ass off. Like, mm. and, and, be, and work your ass off and be smart. Like there's yeah. no point um, 
doing 10 hours of guitar practice a day if you're then not going to go and try and build connections and get in the right circles of people yeah, that, you true. know, or, or post some videos on Instagram or whatever. Like you need to do the things that are going to um, promote yourself as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and progress you a little. So I I think be, be smart, work hard. And at the end of the day, do it if it makes you happy. Like for me, I know that my worst days in music I can still look at myself and go, well, mm. I love this, you know, and I'm spending yeah. all my time. Maybe things can get difficult or challenging yeah. or whatever, but it's like music's the one thing that I love doing yeah. in life. So, um, Have you heard the saying that the worst day surfing is better than the best day working? That is a good saying. Good saying? <laughs> well, depending on, depends on, depending your, work. on your work. Yeah. So, for me... Surf, what, about, what if surfing is your work? So, yeah, what about <laughs> Mick Fano? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I love surfing, to be honest. Well, you've yeah. surfed with Mick Fano, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, you have. Yeah, he's a, he's a good bloke. Um, so he's so right. <laughs> it was so funny. Wait, we could all say, I, I'm better. I, I went to, this is like the most embarrassing. I, um, I semi tried to like pig dog, like pull into a barrel and it wasn't barreling at all. And he just like saw no, it, it. Did it and he was paddling out and he goes, Oh no! I was like, oh, embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't pulled in since now. Yeah, paddle in. Yeah, I think it's it's cool to try and find something that you love doing mm. as you know, and as and you that do. you're good at. Yeah. I mean, I love surfing, but I'm <laughs> never going to be a pro surfer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, a very interesting thing we we've been trying to add like a question from Sick. part of the audience each time. Mm-hmm. Um, just a random question that could be for us. It could be for whoever we've got on. Cool. But today I've got a, a I've got a video here. Um, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a guest question. Okay. Um, so I'm just gonna play it out. We don't hopefully even know what it hopefully is. Hopefully, I I do that. Okay. Oh. So I was just wondering, um, how the six week challenge was going for fitness. I don't remember what it was called, but. Yeah, so there's 60 hours a day for six weeks okay. with six exercises. Hey, Fletch, I was just wondering, how often do you write music or do you have an album coming out soon? So that's from our good mate, yeah. Huey. Thanks, mate. I've got, I think he's got another one. So uh, we can chop this up okay. and we can choose one. Or we or could do, just, we do just speed roll. All, right, All right, so... So the first, first one, was, one, how's the six, how's the six week fitness? Okay, so I tried. I got Chris Hemsworth's fitness app, Center. There's a oh, program yeah. on it, Center Six, where you do. It's you didn't get it quite right, but it's like six exercises, six days a week. Yeah. Or you do like Sorry, Hugh never listens anyway. Do you, you, you do 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 six reps um, of each six times? Mm-hmm. And uh, I did it for two weeks and and couldn't feel my body. And then the point was firing for like a week straight and I oh, I yeah. surfed like five hours without getting out of the water and then did it again the next day mm. and then so I couldn't move and anyway I'm getting back into it now so mm. and I'm I'm going a little laxer than six days a week but I'm just yeah. trying to trying to do some and stuff. And you're eating all Eating eating some some, some good vegan Balkan stuff. Yeah, right. uh, lots of chickpeas. Interesting that you uh, say that. Yeah. Um next question. Working on music all every day. Mm-hmm. Um my sort of tone for the next record is changing the last one had some more um you know rock stuff on it i, I think. loved it i listened to some yeah. of the okay. new demos as well you Maybe, yeah so i've, I've been working on some um yeah all different sorts of stuff but um 
Definitely, it's definitely. Oh, I'm thanks, keen. mate. I'm keen. Definitely have some mm. some uh, some vision for it. Yeah. Um. Cool. That was yeah. that question. Well, we got another one. Sweet. Hey, Fletch, I was just wondering, are you vegetarian or are you vegan? There we go. <laughs> okay. That's the one. That's the one that he told <laughs> me he was going to say. All right, sick. So, are you a vegetarian or are you a vegan? Okay, so there was a bit of a running. Um, it was less. It became a joke because I just tried to fob it off, but it was actually people just trying to pay out on me. That's pretty yeah. real. Oh, okay. So in 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 school, I said I was I said I was vego, and then I went vegan for like a bit, and then I said I was vegan, and then work around. Oh, Fletcher's vegan, rah, rah, rah. and then I went back to not being vegan, like actually quite quickly. It didn't last very long, and then it sort of became like this running thing that I was vegan. When I wasn't, um, and then I've been vegan for probably three months, ooh, three months now. Yeah. yeah. Full vegan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did a water fast for like- Oh, yeah. You oh, said yeah. that last week. Five it? days. Bro. Is that hard? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I've, why I'm eating heaps now. <laughs> yeah. I'm literally just telling TK that when we went to like back in high school, I used to- get up, have breakfast, get on the bus to school mm. and then have a second breakfast after the bus. That like, is yeah. so sick. Five days without food. Wait, well, is it without water? Or without food. Without, without food, food. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You have to pull a, pull oh, a Hugh Nader and have a cheese and bacon roll every morning. Yeah. <laughs> so healthy. <laughs> um, I remember me and Jack went on a boat mm. and it was for our Duke of Edinburgh Gold and we sailed from- Sydney to Brisbane. Yeah, Sydney to Brisbane. It was a bit of a- trek yeah our, our that, friend Huey was on it yeah that and, looks um, so sick yeah it was really cool but our captain i don't know what do you call it skipper or something our skipper <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think jack even knows where i'm the going with this story I have okay. no, I have no yeah clue. but yeah. um yeah he was a vegan mm-hmm. and he threw me a question that probably changed my life for a little bit and yeah. it was are you prepared to kill everything you eat totally and i think that's what people have to like if there was a cow there and you wanted a steak could you go and shoot and skin the cow i'm gonna gonna jump in here tom um controversial tom once said to me tom once (laughs) said to me when we were talking about vegan (laughs) not like being veg or vegan i don't remember tom Tom goes to me like they would eat you like if we like if we never manipulated mm. the thing, like they would eat you, okay. so why don't you eat them? So here's here's my yeah. my vibe, right? Yeah, could that fish that fish could eat you if it could? Oh yeah, right. It would if it could. Yeah. yeah. So I I once was in a, a friend's girlfriend's house. Yeah, they're not together anymore, and the dad owned like this full Italian restaurant. Yeah, like hell meat, like froth yeah. the, froth the meat, right? Yeah, and. Uh, my mate just stirring was like, oh, Fletcher's, you know, doesn't eat meat, whatever. Yeah. And then the dad starts arcing up at me and he's like, oh, it's a cycle of life and all this. Yeah. And it's like, okay, here's my here's my reasoning. We, animal agriculture is the largest cause of destruction to the planet, like above fossil fuels, above, yeah. you know, mm. whatever. In, in, yeah. When you factor in um, deforestation, yeah. the food that it takes to feed all the um, animals we grow yeah. could, you know, end poverty all of the water that it takes yep on top of the um you know climate change whole shenanigans of like the methane gas mm. and and all of that right quick question before you keep going mm. you know how you said all the food and water to mm. so do do like if we didn't give it to like if we yeah. had that yeah, yeah would yeah. they have anything or are we like or well, is- well they wouldn't exist if we had that mm. we breed oh, them for okay. the sake of like there's not naturally 
as, as many not, cows not as even there. remotely yeah, yeah. close to you know cows, chickens, pigs, yeah. Yeah. whatever as there is um, for for right. animal agriculture. Okay. So, so it'd be like a like the north, yeah, whatever so, that was meant to. So be. if we took the amount of resources, land, um, yeah. food that it's produced to f- feed them to then get us a smaller portion of food, yeah. because you know it, think about a cow's lifetime, how much food they need. You know, until they're ready to be sliced and diced yeah. and put on a plate, right? Mm, yeah, all of that food can go to humans. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's that's just the whole like environmental side of it. So you don't mind that they're like, you you're trying to protect humans. So it's interesting that you say like, you know, give this these resources to humans, when a lot of people say like, you know, let's protect these animals. They they like they suffer. They get starved you know okay i i agree with everything you just said then so it's for me it's a it's 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 two types of for me yeah yeah for for me i'm both so (laughs) the environmental side yeah and like economically it's ridiculous like we it's way cheaper to grow grains than Mm. grow a cow you know what i mean yeah but can like that's not like so that's part of yeah yeah that's and and the thing with um that is the whole cycle of life argument it's like while Last time I checked, like other animals <laughs> aren't growing animals in farms. Yeah, you know, putting them on trucks, cutting their heads off, putting them in freezers, yeah. putting them into plastic packaging. You buy it off a shelf, you take it home, and you cook it on your electric stovetop. Yeah. That's not exactly the cycle of life. Let's yeah. be real, mm. and it's very well established. I had someone say, "You, you can't live without meat." My answer was, "Oh, really?" Am I dead? <laughs> like, it's been eight years. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you'd, wait, you've been vegan for? Uh, probably longer. I think it was like 10, no, nine no, no. years. Bef- mm, yeah. Wow. I know um, someone who's never had meat born vegan. Wow. Really? Yeah. I do know some people like that haven't had them since mm. I was really young. Mm. So they don't feel like they're missing out. Kind you of don't, it, 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 and I, I will admit like my whole diet was meat growing up. Yeah. Like mm. when we, my family sort of shifted together and then I said, I didn't want to have meat anymore. Um, at first I was like, but. Like where's the where's the meat yeah. the, on the and, and that and it takes a while to um, I don't Change, know yeah. get over that hurdle and yeah. everyone sort of does it in their own way but um I don't think it's well it, there's a lot of health benefits as well you know like the whole like protein argument and everything it's like well you know they get it from plants mm, yeah. yeah I went I went <laughs> like vegetarian for about a month um, mm. at the start of the year and like it makes you feel a lot better yeah but I don't know if that's because I was changing placebo. my whole kind mm. of diet mm. yeah it could have been a placebo but it did go for it like i did feel a lot more en- energetic for a long time and i think it could have been because i was instead of just like just not eating meat i was then looking at actual like well. well, i changed yeah. everything i ate because i was like i wasn't worried or anything but i was interested like oh you know people say how are you going to get protein how are you going to like yeah. iron or something like that and so like i ate like i ate like a lot of good food yeah like i didn't just take the meat off and eat the rest like so i was eating less food yeah i replaced it with like foods that i deemed to be like nutritional for sure and it's not you know it's i don't i don't it might be easier to just get meat or whatever and then like you do have to think about what you want to eat a bit more but you know you get used to it really quick and i just yeah to keep to keep going for like I mean, I was the only like person not eating meat in my house. Yeah, so that, that's harder. So my family yeah. did it together. Um, and after a while, you don't 
think about it. Yeah. Like, it's not like mm. you look at a menu and go like, oh, I wish I get... You just say, oh, all right, what's and the... Food what, what veggie better. stuff do they have? Yeah. You know what I mean? Food does end up like... It'll be less it's definitely better. better for you, like your gut. You like, gut. it's yeah. it's 100% cleaner. And yeah. if, like, if you've watched Game Changers, if you've watched like... Yeah, so I I, 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 I think there's more impactful ones than Game Changers for... Um, you well, try and watch Earthlings. Anyone? I challenge anyone listening to this if yeah. you're considering it. I, I can't watch it. Like it's it's way too gnarly. But I. Well, they like. It's it, yeah. Shoot, it just like, goes just in, it goes happens. into it. Yeah. It goes so yeah, into yeah. the ethical thing. So for me, anyone that tells me that they're an animal lover and they eat me, are a hypocrite. Like you can't. You. You love it. Okay. Yeah. I know. You so mean. like I'm allergic to animals and I can't. And it's and it's heartbreaking yeah. for me like the easter show is a fucking nightmare yeah. <laughs> um but you know that this whole thing of like oh save the whales and all this and like yeah, yeah. cool i agree with that but like you're having meat three times a day you yeah hypocrite yeah true. you know what i mean it's like true. and yeah. you go oh well they're this and that you can't tell me if you had a pig as a pet or a cow as a pet or a chicken right you wouldn't come to go oh like especially pigs like yeah. they're really like intelligent loving yeah animals and i just i just can't I couldn't. I got to a point where, like ethically, I can't harm something like that just for the sake of. Yeah. I like the taste of it. Yeah. You know, I just. Yeah. It's like. It's just such a base thing to go like. It tastes good in my mouth. Yeah. You know. It's, yeah. So I'm gonna kill it. Yeah. Like, I mean. Okay. It, I don't think. I don't think I, could, I. I. You know. I don't know why I'm even hesitating. I'm pretty certain I couldn't kill a cow or something if it was oh, right in front no of me. No way okay? could I. I, no. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Yeah. But. Um. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, I still like oh, people are gonna hate me for this. I don't feel that bad. Like, I will probably eat some meat. I'll definitely eat meat within the next twenty four hours after having this conversation. Watch Earthlings. Watch it. I I literally can't watch like I can't even have a needle without almost passing out. I'm not gonna watch <laughs> animals being slaughtered. Yeah. Well. Although. Although in saying that I though, my, I think I, I, I genuinely think I should. Yeah, I think we all should because it's like um, I can't remember who said it, but like we these days we're given video access to everything in life other mm. than where our food comes from, yeah. where our energy comes from, and where our waste goes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. so I think it's like this whole just trying to turn a blind eye, and it's fine. Like people. I'm not. I, I um. I think everyone when they first go vego, they um, they like bully everyone around them about mm. being vego for a while. And you know, I've been vego for nine years, so that side of me is is long gone. Yeah. And I'm you know totally get everyone grows up differently and is exposed yeah. and frankly cares about stuff differently. Yeah. But I just for me, I can't. I can't. Um. And if anyone listens to this and wants to, um, you know, consider it, just like a few meals a week and then build up and. Um, yeah, it's definitely better for your health, definitely mm. better for the environment and you feel good about yourself. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, you know, it's a great thing that people, um, it's not necessarily give something up, but I mean, cause they had it before, you know, they, no, they, it they, is it's, though. It's, it's is being a, a lot more considerate, yeah. being it's, it's considerate been, and yeah. careful for you eat, um, to the benefit of another living being, totally. you, know? you know, it's, it's, you know, the ultimate, you know. Proof yeah. that you're not selfish. Well, mm. I saw a thing, <laughs> um, like a meme. It was yeah. like um, a great white shark and, and a massive great white shark and a, and a human. It was yeah. like, here swims the most dangerous creature to ever 
you know, um, I've seen this. live on the earth. Yeah. And, and, and next, uh, next to it is a, a is a peaceful grey white shark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like with, yeah. you know, there's eight billion people. Just like think of all the wars and like horrible things we've done to the planet. Like yeah. the least we can do is like not eat pigs. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's that's just me. Yeah. Well, thanks for that question, Huey. It was, yeah, cheers uh, for all that. Huey's insightful. I, I'd, I'd just like to say, Huey, if you're still listening, you just have to listen to me talk about being vego for longer than you've ever put up with. <laughs> so the joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, That's good. Thanks heaps for coming in, Fletch. Yeah, thanks it was for awesome talking to you about music and every other thing that there is <laughs> that, yeah. that our brains can handle for today. Yeah, uh, But yeah, I think... It'd be interesting to have you on again sometime Sick, and talking a bit 100%. deeper. Always. So if anyone, you know, really up. liked this podcast and loved the things we were talking about, mm. just let us know, you know. If anyone hated share it, the love. Yeah, if go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Now, nah, go find one of the other episodes you'll like because they're also different at this point. Yeah, You're bound absolutely. to like one of them. Yeah. But yeah, thanks yeah. for listening, right. guys. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having me on, guys.